Oklahoma, happy Advent. Almost. Merry Christmas. We're almost getting close. We're getting, getting. we're getting there. We're getting there. We are getting there. Wow. So I hope everyone's Advent is going well. You know, I, we mentioned before, it's the shortest the Advent can be. So you got to enjoy it. If Advent is your favorite season, woo. Like Lent, always the same amount of time. Starts on a Wednesday, ends on for the Triduum. Yeah. Advent, it's a little different. A little dicey. A little different because Christmas is December 25th. But uh, um, yes, let's let's not start celebrating Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's a great, I mean, it's a great time of year, especially if you follow these readings. These readings yes, are- Yes, it'll make the, it better. We promise. The readings are telling you like, hey, life is great. They're like- People live in darkness in the shadow of death. You know, um, yeah, we're we're in traumatic times. Of prepare for, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight His paths. There, are all those readings are are all coaching us uh, to be better faithful disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, and and to be like faithful like Mary, as we've been saying in the last couple of weeks in this podcast. So like, how how do we become? Um, more of a disciple like she Mary. She was the first disciple. Yeah. yeah, how do we become more like a disciple like Mary? Okay, uh, so I would encourage people if you're like, oh, well, I don't even know what I'm doing during this season of Advent. What am I giving up for Advent? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, one of the things if you want to do is is you know fast from social media or TV or movies. For your family. <laughs> but why? When that's a penit- opportunity for penance. Yes, Jose Maria Escriva, one of my favorites. Do not say this person annoys me. Say instead this person sanctifies me. They sanctify me. Dorothy Day, you only love God. I only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. Oh, boy. Yeah. So there's lots of exciting stuff going on in the season of Advent if we just take the opportunity to really put our hearts, our minds and our actions into it. Because remember, that it was at the end of Christ the King Sunday when we heard those, when you did these things to my least to my brothers and sisters, Ooh, you did them so to me. To so if, you, if you're like, oh my gosh, like, I really need to change my ways to prepare for the way of the Lord to make straight his path and I can't figure out what I'm supposed to do, then go back to uh, those, those, that reading from uh, Christ the King Sunday from Matthew chapter 27, nine and three quarters. Matthew 25. Oh yeah, that too. Matthew 25. Anyway, uh, or another way, another way you can, you can grow in holiness. Tell me. Is to park your behind or your knees in a church and hang out with Jesus. As I saw on a a church, uh, you know, those church billboards. Oh no. And it said, God answers knee mail. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh, oh that is so, so terrible. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, go anyway, go to go to adoration. What well, what would you say? What do what is the what would be a connection? What is the connection between advent and adoration? Oh my gosh, did you throw me a meatwad of a of a pitch here? <clears throat> wow. Oh right, hold on, hold what, on, hold what, on. What, what hold is on. the what is the connection? Wow. Help people out. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm gonna give you a little backstory. There was a reading for the book of Daniel the other day. You know, um, King well, Nebuchadnezzar. Th- no, not the other day. It was like, what was that? Months, a few weeks a, ago. Month, yeah. month ago, three months ago. And it was the last week of ordinary time, right before. Yeah, yeah. We so were da- reading Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, all these guys are in. are in Shadrach, Meshach, and Yeah, Abednego. they're in 
you know, they're over there in Persia, Babylon, Iran, Iraq. King Nebuchadnezzar. And we we had these, there, so just the parallels. Okay, so that's going on. There's Jews in, in um, slavery in Babylon, Persia, Iran, Iraq era. Then you have in Christmas, we three kings of Orient art, the three kings of Persia show up. And these three kings of Persia show up looking to adore the newborn king of the Jews because they've actually heard about it from those people in exile. Like, how would Persians know about a wow, baby being born in Jerusalem? I've never thought of that. If someone, if, so when God sends people into exile, he's also telling them, hey, while you're here, don't just be, you know, wave on nada and just sit there and do nothing. Like, evangelize the culture around you. So when Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Mishael, whatever the name is. Azariah, Azariah, Ananiah, and no, Mishael, Mishael, yeah, yeah. yeah. So while they're there, they're also telling people about like, hey, there's this promised Messiah that's going to be here. So there's this period of preparation for the arrival of the Messiah to then come and worship him. Worship. We've come here to worship the newborn King of the Jews. That's what these three guys say. We didn't, you know, give him honor, yes. But if you start, like, getting down into the etymology and the entomology, the bugs and the words, when you get down in there and you start drilling down, you get, not only did they come here to adore him, they came here to worship him. And worship is reserved for God alone. It's like, we've come here because this is a God. And we've come to worship him. So, you've got this period of Advent. And it's usually a slowing down season. And Advent is also preparing us for the end time. We talked about this. You can go back a couple years and episodes, like what Adveniri, the coming of the Lord. It's also preparing for the end of our life. So yeah, we talk about the three arrivals of the Messiah at the Eucharist, at Christmas Day, and at the end time when he comes to judge the living and the dead by fire. So like we got the season of Advent that like the like the Persian kings, They've been waiting for the star to arrive, and they've been preparing for this journey. They're preparing to meet the newborn king of the Jews and to worship him. And and so we take this Advent period as well of prayer and silence and fasting to prepare to meet the newborn king of the Jews um, that is coming to, um, is going to be arriving on Christmas Day. But we also prepare for the, the king of the Jews Jesus, who will come to judge the world. King of kings. The Lord of lords. Lord and of the universe. Lords and the universe. So yeah, there, there's a... there's and my a, heart most of the time. There's a, uh, there's a very clear parallel between them. And, and, I and love you, that. And, Euchari- and Eucharistic adoration of the Lord Jesus Christ is a magnificent opportunity that each of us have to go and fall down at the feet of the Lord and to adore him like these um, three kings Not of Not as a Ord. baby but in his glorified body. Yeah, in his glorified, crucified, risen Lord body, Jesus there wow. in the Eucharistic coast. So we're, we're, we could use this season to, to prepare for that. So one thing we're doing at the parish um, is we are having on December 17th, which is a Sunday night. Oh. 
which you know we had said like we weren't really we're not doing anything on Sundays. The beginning of the Oanafons, I think. But we we are doing something on a Sunday because it's a it's a it's a family event, and we want we want individuals to come, but we want families to come. Okay. And oh, are you inviting me to come to be you there? Can come. So you can come. Are, are people going? Are people going to be excited? You're not that? a parishioner, but you live at the parish. I do live on your dirt. Um, and we're just calling it a parish fellowship night. Uh, and there's going to be adoration. There's going to be a talk. Whoa. There's going to be good food. And there's going to be games. Dang. And if that were not enough, all of that, the adoration will be led by and the talk will be given by one Bishop David Condorla. Oh, I thought you were inviting of, me to give the talk. Of the Diocese of Tulsa in eastern Oklahoma. So I shot this. So we have a, like a Eucharistic revival committee, Rob Agnew and He's one of our deacon candidates and a, and a couple other people. Anyway, it's a lovely group, and they've done a great job and kind of keeping us on track and doing the cool stuff. And and so they, we had agreed on this date, Sunday night. We looked at other dates. Anyway, that date worked. And they said, uh, you know, for the talk, you know, maybe we could, like, get somebody to come. And I was like, yeah, great. You know, if you have any suggestions, would it be, you know, a priest or somebody from around, we can call somebody, bring them in. And they said, well, could the bishop come? And I was like, my first reaction was like, oh, I mean. You don't want the bishop talking in your church? I do, of course. I love oh, okay. Him, but, just, I was just checking, but, checking but, your honor. But I was like, oh, I mean, it's, we're like a month out, uh, you know. Anyway, so I emailed uh, to get to the bishop. You know, you go through his, I mean, he's very accessible. But to schedule stuff with him, he has. Got to go through Pamela. Yeah. No, uh, his, Pamela's mother. <laughs> um, anyway, so I emailed, I emailed her and I just said, you know, any chance. And so she said, let me check. Anyway, but what he's doing, this is our bishop, man. He's awesome. That morning, he's going to be in Wilberton and Tallahena, which Uh-oh. is not close to Stillwater. So he's, he has the masses that morning in Wilberton and Tallahena with Father Brian Ketterer, our friend. And then he's going to drive here. Halfway across the state. And then he's going to drive home. So with, for him saying yes, anyway, I'm just, I'm very grateful. We have an, we have an awesome that's bishop. A BA moment. Um, that's a lot of driving. That's a lot of driving. But apparently Julianne said he was very enthusiastic. About that's her name, Julianne O'Brien. Julianne, yeah. So anyway, it, so bishop's coming. Bishop's coming. But our theme, and this is back to your point, our theme is, oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, is it? Yep. So I know we've been we've been working yeah. through like song lyrics lately, and I have no idea if people even like that, but we do, and it's our show. So so, <laughs> so here is here is um, uh, O come all ye faithful. Okay? Let me see if I can remember. O come, come all ye faithful, okay? joyful and triumphant. So it's O come all ye faithful. So it's it's, it's a call to like come come to do something right adveniri then yeah yeah adestes fidelis advent yes venite venite okay so here's the words o come all ye faithful joyful and triumphant yes o come ye o come ye to bethlehem to bethlehem what does bethlehem mean oh uh bread town the house yeah the house of bread the city of bread jesus was born in bread town yeah and he was born i mean we don't know exactly and all that but well, very likely, like he was born and put into put in a manger, which could have been like 
a feeding trough. A feeding trough. And then what do we get to do? We get to eat with him. Jesus. We eat him. Whoa. Oh boy. Okay, oh come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh come ye, oh come ye to, to Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Come and behold him. Born the king of angels. Oh come let us adore him. Oh come let us adore him. Oh come let us adore him, Christ the Lord. That's Enough amazing. Said. Enough said. Oh, come, let us adore him. So when we, you know, when we go to adoration, um, yeah, put yourself in the place of the of the magi coming to adore him. I mean, imagine seeing him, and we get to do that. We get to see him veiled. I mean, it's a. We would say the Eucharist is a, you know, is not doesn't look, you know, like him. It looks like bread. That's amazing. Okay, then the next um, the next verse, sing, choirs of angels, sing in exultation. Sing all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God, glory in the highest. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Then, this is getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but while we're on it, <laughs> Then the, the, the third verse, Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning. Jesus, to thee be glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. I love this hymn. And Word it, of the Father. And Word used- of the Father, now in flesh appearing. <laughs> Oh, come, let us adore him. I wow. really love the song. Why do you it's love a, it's, it? It's a beautiful hymn. I've been wanting the theology on it. And it also has a really cool tune. Oh, come, let us adore it's catchy. him. Oh, come, let us. Okay, it's got that. And it's a hymn that you can only use like a few times a year, like 14, I mean, really, day, 14 days out of the year. Really? It's, yeah, it's most appropriate, like even on, like on, yeah, on Christmas Day. Uh, during the octave. In the of octave Christmas. of Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget about the octave of Christmas. I won't. Year, I won't. Oh, don't worry. We'll be partying. Um, there's another verse in here. God of light, light of light, lo, he abhors not the virgin's womb. What is this one? God of God, light of light, lo, he abhors not the virgin's womb. Keep going. Oh. There. there. <laughs> No, sing it out, dude. You're doing great. Begotten, not created. It's a tough verse because there's... come, let us... Do we sing that? Uh, sometimes we do. I think most people skip it because it's a tough... I don't think... It's a lot better in Latin In than English, it In yeah. English, it's kind of tough. Yeah. I've always thought the second verse was sing choirs of angels. And that's not the second verse? Sing- I'm looking at this is Wikipedia. I mean, <laughs> what? Wikipedia's gotten a lot of shout outs in the last couple of episodes. That's right there, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's great. There it is. No, it's his. Uh, what uh, verse is that? Verse four. Verse two. True, oh, tr- true God of true God, light from light eternal. Lo, he shuns not the virgin's womb. Son of the Father, begotten, not created. Well, you just bang oh, that one out. Let us adore him. 
It's a banger of a hymn. I don't think that ma- that verse makes it into hymnals. Uh, I don't think so either. Or then gets- there's other verses. What is this? Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, See wait. how the shepherd summoned uh, to his cradle, leaving their flocks dry not draw nigh to gaze. Are, are you just... Are, what, are people just making up verses? Uh, well, that's what happens sometimes. Who wrote this song? Uh, are, are you learning things like live on the I radio? I mean, I guess. I don't... Like, uh, I think this is a live commentary on the... On the anyway, all that to Christmas. say... On December 17th, we're having a rocking event, and I hope everybody comes. Spend some time with the Lord. Spend some time with our bishop and adores the Lord yeah. as, a, as, a, as a way to, glo- to, gr- to draw close to him. Yeah. Wow. I mean, where, what are these verses? I think people, oh, okay, there's like original verses, and then in the 18th century, somebody added a bunch of other verses. Boo, adding verses. You know who's uh, um, there's a wedding that weekend at St. John. Bo Blanchard. It's right. He's finally getting married. We have a wedding here that morning, and then you have the. Are you, are you doing it? Who the Bo Blanchard wedding? I am. Oh, I think I'm coming. Oh, you should. Can I come? It's like a it's like a miracle has taken place. He invited me. Um, yeah, his his fiance is pretty smart. Pretty smart girl. He's a pretty intelligent guy, but I. I <sighs> I'll is it kind of like what my dad was talking about on the podcast where he was like, basically, I'd, if I didn't meet your mother, I'd be a heathen? <laughs> no, but was a focused missionary for yeah, a while. Yeah, no, he's, he was very church going when he was here. and Yeah. That's I mean, he great. Was, he, was a little, he was a little troublemaker. What do you think squad. about weddings during Advent? I guess they're all right. Weddings during Lent, I still, you know. We do them. We do them over here. Do you, I mean, do you like not do them? I know some uh, priests won't do it. I don't. I don't. Ha- no one asked me to do weddings during Lent. No just, one asked me to do weddings. What? I just during Lent. I don't oh. do. Like, would you though? Um, no. You would say no. Well, I, I, I don't think it's an really an option. Like, I, I can't throw a rager on a Friday, Saturday in Lent. But anyway, we're getting off topic. We're going back. We're still to, talking about Advent. Uh, December seventeenth. Like sacraments during Advent. Uh, December seventeenth. Okay. What? Tell me about your your. Because this whole event is revolving around "Come, let us adore Jesus." Well, and the and the and the National Eucharistic Revival, which we have talked about, which we have celebrated on the show, especially when we did our walk through the Mass. Remember that? Oh wow, that was good times. That was a long time ago. It wasn't that long. It was like six months ago. Oh, it seems like forever. Um, but this is part. This is part of the National Eucharistic Revival, and then we're actually already planning our um, our Lenten, our Lenten parish mission. Father Simeon from St. Gregory's Abbey is coming. Oh. We're fired up. We're still working on a theme about that. But anyway. So, yes. Advent and adoration. Advent and the Eucharist. Um, you mentioned like the three comings of, of Christ, you know, at, the, at, at his birth, in the Eucharist, and at the end of time. Wow. That's worth thinking about. Yeah, well, that two have already happened. You know, one happens on a daily basis. Yeah, and we've discussed that in previous episodes. I of, love that of why that is so important. And and as you as you sit before the Lord Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist, you're given. Hold on, let me. This this um, Advent uh, throat thing has not gone away. You're just having a little beverage. I know. I just I need to sip some water because my oh, throat. Oh, you know died. who wrote "O Come All Ye Faithful"? Pentatonics. That's who wrote it. 
Oh my! The old. <laughs> How many different people have sung "O Come All You Faithful"? Here's uh, here's Are you Pen- kidding me? Here's Pentatonics and Nat King Cole. Two different groups. Um. Oh, Chris Tomlin, Enya, Josh Groban. Oh boy. Is there somebody have a, com- a comprehensive list of who has sung "O Come All You Faithful"? Someone got really, really bored in life. No, they should. That'd be hilarious. But anyway, it's a great it's a great season, guys. It's a great season. Okay, so this is why Eucharistic got into your faith. Yeah, go ahead. Go this ahead. is why Eucharistic adoration is one so important for us because it's adoring the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think why it's an opportune time during the season of Advent is Advent is like preparing us for the three arrivals: birth, Eucharist, end of time. In each of those, we can. We can spend some time with the Lord Jesus, especially at um, like the immediate one, like to take stock of our life and say, how am I receiving the Lord Jesus Christ right now? Like, okay, how am I, what's my disposition? What is my spirit of prayer? What is, what is a vice I'm, I'm holding on to? How am I preparing to receive Jesus Christ Um each time I go to mass and say amen to him, do I just casually snatch him off my hand or like chew him up in my mouth? Do I preserve his presence as I'm sitting with him? Um, and he is sitting with me in, uh, after I've received him in Holy Eucharist. So there's one, it's just that immediate evaluation of our own life, looking at ourselves, looking at ourselves, not in reference to ourselves, because you know, if that's the case, then I'm popping my collar and I'm like, I am the best thing since ever in history. But how am I in relationship to the Lord who is then going to say, okay, these, these are the areas you need to grow in. These are the areas you need to purify. These are the areas you need to get out of your life. So receiving Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. The, so the second arrival of him is at Christmas. And so we can stop there and say, okay, when Joseph and Mary went to the town of Bethlehem and they went door to door looking for a place. How am I, how welcoming am I to the Lord Jesus Christ as people in Bethlehem? Yes. So how I, how I am welcoming Christ is the same way I can look at the evaluation of Matthew chapter 25 on the day of judgment. When I was a stranger, you did it to me. When you did these things to the least of my brothers, you did them to me. So we, we look at, uh, start to look at our, our ourselves in welcoming the Holy Family into our home, and so, and ask the question like, okay, one, how is my how is my household? Is it a hot mess? Is mm. it discombobulated? Do I need to put things back into order? What do I need to get out of what you know? They say that Americans right now have on average three hundred thousand um, things in their home. Really? I mean, there's estimates that it's up near a half a million. And that study was done 10 years ago. That now most Americans have a half a million items in their home. Like, what are those other things that are preventing me from welcoming Jesus into my home? Um, both the physical home. That's a lot. So, even, even, so now I've already done what's my internal home, and I'm moving outward. What, is my, what does my physical home look like? What is the what does the faith life of my kids look like? Because remember that parents are the first teachers of the faith. Primary educators. Yep. So in this season of Advent, as we're 
saying, okay, I'm coming to adore the Lord, I'm evaluating first myself, second, the family. How is my spouse's faith life? How is my own faith life? How's the faith life of my children? What is the stuff that's in our home? Um, are we able to welcome in the Lord Jesus uh, into our home? Or are there too many distractions? I went to a, a family's house, I don't know, years ago, and um, the parents had put up TVs in all the rooms. You went through and just tore them off. No, and the and the and the uh, and I was at this family's house having dinner, and one of the kids who was a college student. Is like, my parents put up TVs in all the rooms after we left. It's like I I don't I don't want to <coughs> for themselves. Like, what am I going to come home and watch TV and lay in bed? I okay. Do they just, listen? Do they listen to the show? I don't know. They should, but uh, just all these distractions. Hey, family. Hey, TV family. So all these distract, all these hey, distractions that hey, we lonely, we build. TV family. I know we build and we create um, in our own homes, and then and then the lastly is the third way is how in this as I come to adore the Lord, am I am I preparing for the last day? Because the first two, how I'm preparing for, for Jesus, give us this day our daily bread. And what does my home look like that I'm welcoming the Lord Jesus into are connected with the third one. What is it going to be like on the day of judgment? What is it going to be like on the day of judgment when, when the Lord Jesus comes uh, as Terminator Jesus and he's like, boom, I love the image of St. Matthew's trouble when you walked in. Sorry. The image of uh, Jesus at said St. Matthew's Cathedral in Washington D.C. Oh, and it's Google it. It's, it's he looks frightening. He looks he, yes. I mean he's he's angry. Yeah, it's he's the Cathedral angry. Basilica, the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and Jesus looks like no 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 the the uh, the um no 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 the um Cathedral of St. Matthew, not the not the Basilica. Oh, the Basilica. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of... No, dude. It is the Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And Jesus looks like he oh. is about to unsheathe a sword and just... Is that right? Like, let the bodies hit the floor playing in the background. <laughs> the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the um, bodies hit the floor. Oh, it is. It is. You're, you are correct. Thank you. Oh, I just saw it a couple months ago with Sean and Chuck. Yeah. Look at that. Jesus. Guys, looks, everyone listening on the radio, look at this. He oh, it looks like he said he's got his right you hand raised. You running around Boomer Lake. What look at this. He's got his right hand raised. You driving he's, in your car. What did the five fingers say to the you, face? You getting so ready. Lap. Getting ready for school. Yeah. Look at this. That's amazing. Okay, that's in the Basilica. Okay. I thought yeah. it was in St. Matthew's. Okay. Um, what do you think of this quote? This is Mother Teresa. Mm, go on. So you better like it. Oh boy. Um, here is the quote. Uh, when you look at the crucifix, you understand how much Jesus loved you then. When you look at the sacred host, you understand how much Jesus loves you now. Is there something more? That's it. Oh, okay. Say that again. Do it one more time. When you look at a crucifix, you understand how much Jesus loved you then. Uh, yep. When you look at the sacred host, you understand how much Jesus loves you now. Do you want my comment on That's it? That's interesting. Yeah, what do you think about that? I, I think it's um, stately. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pretty good. Uh, pretty I good. mean, for, you know. No one throws out my quotes. 
What are they? Um, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. <laughs> You're just quoting T-Swift. T- or with the bodies at the floor. <laughs> What's, who's that from? Uh, that's a, another... Is that 80s rap? No, no, it's a recent band. Well, I forget what it is. Oh. Anyway... Uh, so it, great, great season. Yeah, I think so. And ultimately, what we're what, trying what we talking, to what's what are we talking about? We're talking about adoration and Advent. adoration. Come let but us just adore the idea, him. Yeah, the idea of like of of just of the the Eucharist as um, I heard it. Who was it? It's um, uh, Cardinal um, uh, Cantala Mesa. He said, "I have it. I put actually put it on my Instagram recently." Oh my gosh! What um, a teenage girl! What? But a quote from Insta reaches it reaches people. Um, he said the Eucharist is the vi- visible manifestation of the generosity of God. Oh, the Eucharist is the visible manifestation of the generosity of God. And that's, that's I mean that's what I mean ultimately Christmas I mean all of the all of these great feasts are just about it's God God is so good and God is so generous to us to give us all of these wonderful to send us His Son. Um, to give us Mary and Joseph and all of the, and the wise men and the, I mean, all of the, and this whole beautiful story and, that is, that is drawing us closer and, to and him. respond to it. And, and the, and the Eucharist and, and what does he ask of us in return? He wants our, he wants us. He wants our whole mind, heart, soul, lips. He wants all of us. It's all I have. It's all I, it's all he wants. That's it. That's it. All right. Christmas coming up. Peace. Get excited. God bless everyone.